Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here once again to talk free agency, uh, the official start of free agency today, Wednesday, yeah. March 15th, I think. Lamar right. Jackson's mom can talk to people again. Oh, yeah. Poor Lamar Jackson. Dude, all, all honestly, like, I get where he's coming from with not wanting a, you know, agent get three, four percent, mm-hmm. but but this is the type of circumstance that an agent needs to be involved. Yeah, uh, I think, I mean, we've seen players before, Richard Sherman, a few others kind of go without agents and have some success, but it always seems like they leave some money on the table. Like Correct. even Richard Sermon, it seemed like that that deal he signed with uh, San Francisco, I think it was, just seemed really weird. Um, so I, yeah, I I would agree. I think uh, Lamar needs an agent. I mean, there's talk now that he might not even play the season. So I don't know. That's a weird situation. But we're not here to talk about Lamar Jackson. We're here to talk about the <laughs> Carolina Panthers, and the Carolina Panthers have made a bunch of moves. They made some very sweet moves, like little dip and dunks that are not, they're not flashy, flashy. They're not headlining There's a a couple of moves they made. A couple of moves they made today, Jerry, that I would say, one in particular is pretty flashy. Okay, is it the first one I'm about to talk about? The Panthers cutting Pat (laughs) Elfline. That's what I was thinking of. that, That is headlining my free agency recap yes you can finally get rid of that jersey that you bought of pat oh god (laughs) one of the worst signings in panthers history right there i mean look he played decent last year but he should have never been signed for that big contract he was the worst pass blocking guard when we signed Mm -hmm. him like in the league he gave up 10 percent of his snaps as sacks like you bring but, him in. What? What? As your starter? Remember, though, he was a day one signing. <laughs> day one. As soon day as... Day one signing. What, as soon as the, you know, legal tampering, yeah. that news came out. Like, it was immediately. Like, I, I knocked... If you want to, you could go back and I knocked that signing as it happened. I oh was like, God. what are you doing? I was this doing my best to try to be positive, as optimistic as I could. I could not get you to come around at all. <laughs> I remember. I'm just saying I was vindicated. And you were right. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> on, both, on both him and Cam Irving. But how different does this free agency feel than that free agency? I mean, this is... Night and day. I mean, they Last have been year, too. Last year was really good. Yeah, but this year, man, like... Trading up to number one, if you want to count mm-hmm. that as part of free agency, which I think we should. Um, they signed a few guys we talked about in our last episode. Today, we've got even more to talk about. Um, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with probably the first major one that happened, I think, yesterday. Yeah, it happened yesterday. We're not here every day, especially for one signing. But we brought in the bridge slash mentor quarterback, Andy Dalton, two-year, $11 million, $8 million guaranteed. That's a perfect signing. That's a guy that's going to be able to start a couple games if need be, especially at the mm-hmm. beginning. But he can also help out the rookie that we're going to draft number one overall. 
I've seen a lot of hate from Panthers fans for this signing. Ah. I think it's unjustified. I think for what he is, for what we need from him, which is first and foremost a backup quarterback that's high mm-hmm. quality. So maybe Andy Dalton's not a high quality starting quarterback, but I think he's a very high quality backup quarterback. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Good locker room guy. Really good locker room guy. Apparently everyone that's played with him has really liked him. And a mentor for the rookie, whoever that may be. Yeah. Um, I think Andy Dalton fits all three of those pretty I agree. pretty well. He's getting $8 million. He knows <clears throat> what he is. I mean, I don't want to say, yeah. like, oh, he doesn't think he can play out there. I'm sure he does. But he also realizes where he's at in his career where he's like, I'm willing to take this. And I'm assuming he's going to help the rookie come along. There's a lot of yeah. things with rookies and, you know, that's not on just the tape that we see as, you know, analyst and, you know, fans. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of ins and outs of, hey, don't go messing with that type of situation. That's where you get wrong. You know, this is where you go right. He has Josh McCown and then now Andy Dalton to help him with that. And Frank Wright, also and another former quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Don't Jim Caldwell. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, in terms of a situation for a rookie quarterback to come into, I can't think of many better in the league. There are, are some that are as good, maybe slightly better, but this is a really good landing spot. And Andy Dalton knows the score. Like he wouldn't have signed here. He's he knows that we oh, traded yeah. up for number one. He knows what his role is going to be. Uh, he was fine with that. I think uh, someone like a Jacoby Brissett, who a lot of fans wanted, I think wanted to start, wanted at least an opportunity to start. He signed with the Commanders today. And, and um, that's where that type of player mm-hmm. goes. He's like, yeah. I think I could beat out Sam Howell. I'm going to I'm gonna go there, and I'm going to win. And yeah. hats off to you. I, You know, you have a shot. Yeah, and you had Sam Darnold go to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to get a shot as well, given their injury concerns and everything going on there. Uh, probably not a bad spot for him to go. So, yeah, I mean, would I have liked like a Gardner Minshew that we've talked about <laughs> for the last several years? Sure. Uh, but Gardner Minshew was someone I thought we could roll with for a couple of years, you know? Andy Dalton's a guy that's going to be a spot starter at best, and he's going to come and help the rookie, and that's perfect. Yeah, and he also fits the rookie I think we're going to draft to, more of a pocket passer and, you know, can dip a dunk if need be. Stay tuned, by the way, because our <laughs> CJ Stroud draft profile is coming up uh, very, very soon. Um, that is who I think I have, will draft, but yeah, I have. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. All right, our next guy here. Uh, we addressed finally, and I'm glad that you're letting me talk about this, Jerry. We finally have addressed the tight end position. Hayden Hurst, former Cincinnati Bengal. Uh, I believe he was also with the Falcons. Three years, $21.75 million, $13 million guaranteed. Um, very solid signing at tight end. Not, uh, you know, Dalton Schultz. No. Not Gasecki uh, in terms of his receiving skills. But in t- like compared to Ian Thomas, massive upgrade massive upgrade uh, and he's a pretty good blocker as well so i think he fits that physical tight end that uh we were talking about with frank you know what frank reich wanted 
I think he's going to maybe have his best season of his career this season. Yeah, I think this is a great signing. Uh, When I looked at the free tight ends, I did see Hayden Hurst, and I thought Mm -hmm. to myself, this is the type of tier of tight end that this organization should sign. I mean, obviously, Dalton Schultz would have been a awesome sign. a home run. Yeah, that'd have been a home run. But you have limited funds. You have, you know, limited accessibility and everything like that. You have a 28, 29-year-old Hayden Hurst who has the talent, who has done good things in this league. You sign him. I get that. You're going to get that rookie quarterback, a safety valve that who has proven that he could be a solid. Meanwhile... Ian Thomas and Tommy Trimble have been dropping passes last year, mm-hmm. left and right. I mean, I remember you constantly wanting a new tight end, and I was like, hey, these guys haven't had a chance. They got their chance last year, and they failed to impress with it. Yes, very uh, opposite of the uh, Pat Elfline, Cam Irving situation where you were out on them, and mm-hmm. I was trying to be optimistic. You were trying to be optimistic about the tight ends. I was out on them pretty much immediately. <laughs> um, so looking, just looking at Hayden Hurst's stats real quick. Drafted mm-hmm. in uh, 2018 by Baltimore. Uh, he's never had more. He's, let's see, his best season was 2020. 56 catches, 571 yards. Only nine starts that season. Uh, had six touchdowns as well. Last year with the Bengals, 52 catches, 414 yards, a couple of touchdowns, and 13 starts. So most starts of his career was last year. He will start for us, uh, barring, you know, drafting a a rookie tight end that just goes crazy in preseason. But uh, like I said, I think as long as he can stay healthy, and that's been, you know, he's been a pretty healthy guy his whole career. So uh, as long as he can stay healthy, I think we've got a pretty good – Guy here, and I think just to your point, he I believe was either the second or third tight end in the league in catch percentage. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I I don't know the exact number, but yeah, he he caught the ball well, and that's that's the thing is again, he's not going to set this team on fire. He's not going to become George Kittle. He's not going to become Travis Kelsey. Yeah, well, he's good. We're not do, looking at a thousand receiving yards with him. Yeah, he's no. going to provide a safety valve to this rece- to this quarterback. Now, there's going to also have to be another safety valve, which we'll get into one here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a good signing, guys. I mean, I, I don't know what you're going to expect with our free agency, with our lo- money and stuff like that. We're not trading for Travis Kelsey. We're not trading for George Kittle. <laughs> we just don't have the ammo for that. This is a good signing. Good, solid player. Still young enough to make something to happen with a rookie quarterback. Right. And Gasecki wasn't going to be the guy, you know, blocking-wise. He, 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 he just didn't fit what the coaching staff said they wanted. Yeah, they want uh, to block. There's a place for Gasecki in the league, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he could have worked here, but that's not what they wanted. Uh, and then Schultz, just too expensive. I mean, he's going to be $15 million a year probably. So, Or at least that's what he's... He wants reportedly so this is half that that cost yeah for a guy who has been fine a first round pick you know a few years back and he's got skills i you know i think like i said i think this is going to be his best season with us yeah. he's going to have all the opportunity in the world and i assume this is a two-year deal with a third year option basically kind of 
So probably I haven't looked at structure. It just says three years, twenty-one million, thirteen guaranteed. Yeah. So I assume next the, his third year he would be little to no caps, dead cap. So I think Likely. that's a great contract. You know, yeah. you're gonna pair him with the rookie. If you can find a great tight end in the draft, great. If not, you could run with him for a couple of years and see where it goes. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, love the signing. And if we don't draft a tight end, I'm not going to be devastated by no. it. Whereas I would have been had we not signed Hayden Hurst, Gasecki, or Schultz, pretty much, those three. And now you could see what Tommy Trimble and Ian Thomas can also have if they don't sign a rookie tight end or if they don't draft a tight end. You know, uh, you seen, could also they, you could see have. if maybe a better coaching staff could get something more out of them. But either way... You have someone who can be decent on as your starter. If it takes three coaching staffs to get Ian Thomas to do something, that's an Ian Thomas. I was more talking about staff. Tommy Trimble, but <laughs> yes, I get what you're Tommy saying. Tommy Trimble, I'm, I'm still willing to give the benefit of the doubt on Tommy Trimble because he's still young. Uh, but I would, I, I mean, I, do you think they cut Ian Thomas? No, because that contract... They have to keep him another year. Okay. They sign in the off season. They, it's like five hundred thousand I mean, dollars difference, something like that. Let's to cut him. Let's take. Let's just take the hit. Let's just take the get him off the team. All right. Who who we got? Uh, what's our next piece of news here? Uh, unfortunately, wide receiver Adam Thielen left Charlotte without a contract. This was one that I was kind of hoping to pair with TMJ Lavisca. Mm-hmm. This team needs another ty- or another wide receiver. You know, in some on the radio, they were talking about that they need two, and I kind of agree with this. They need a burner because Shy Smith really did not produce last year the way I was hoping he would with his extra time. But Adam Thielen, I thought, would have been a great starter alongside TMJ. Then you have LaVisca, and then if you could bring in another burner somewhere, whether the draft or another free agent, you would have a nice little setup. You're not going to get the number one receiver that DJ Moore is. You're looking to get a decent receiving court to help out a wide receiver or a quarterback one right now, rookie. Like the Philly Brown, Jericho Cotri type of receiving court that Cam took to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, that receiving core would be better than what we currently have, right? Yeah, um, Thielen would have been a solid signing, and and still maybe the, yeah. the report is that they're talking. Um, you know, I I'm not surprised. I mean, I was hopeful that they would sign him, not let him leave town without a contract. But it's not surprising that he wants to see what else is out there. I think this was his first visit, so, um, so you know, we'll put a pin in that and hope that maybe that comes back around. But I agree. I think he'd be a really solid. Uh, guy to bring in here and you know you said that we're not going to replace dj Moore. there's a couple of options out there via trade if they wanted to go that route to bring in a young we talked about it on our last show to bring in a young receiver uh or or an older receiver that is with the cardinals that is probably not realistic but yeah i would definitely replace dj Moore's production from what i'm hearing is Judy and Sutton, they want first-round picks for. And that's that's just out of our price range. 
with our first round pick for Sutton too. I saw Judy, but for Sutton, I I believe so. I may be wrong, but yeah, I'm just like not. I mean, I like Sutton. I do like Sutton, and I would trade for Sutton if it was like a fourth round pick, maybe. But I certainly wouldn't go. I don't think I'd go higher than that. But yeah, but there are still options out there. Is is basically what I'm saying. And um, you know, if if it doesn't happen, then you can. If we don't sign like a quality wide receiver, you know, like if Paris Campbell is our only signing, which is the rumor now is that they want him, you can bet money that that number two pick, that second round pick, is going to oh, be yeah. a wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Like there's no doubt. They will They're, take the best wide receiver available <laughs> at I'm that gonna, point. I do not think Fitterer is going to just pick up one receiver this free agency. I think... I, I think his goal is to <clears throat> patchwork the rest of this team with with decent starters. I don't want to say mediocre, but decent mm-hmm. starters that could play like a hated Hurst. Right. You know, like the Von Vells. Like, guys who are good players, they're not all pros. Then that way yeah. he could draft that best player available after the quarterback. Agreed. It's a good strategy. Um, you know, the team is better right now than it was a few days ago, no doubt. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've started to see some wide receiver action now in free agency, like Juju signed with the Patriots. We saw Jacoby Myers get signed. So things are starting to happen now with wide receivers and sort of like today, like the running backs all went today, right? Not all the running backs. No, but but a lot of running backs started signing today. So you saw some, some wide receivers start to go too. I think tomorrow could be an interesting day for us in terms of wide receivers. Just putting it out there. Um, all right. So we'll go to uh, – we'll save the big one for last. We'll go to Desha- uh, Deshaun Williams, defensive tackle, was signed. 15-game starter for Denver last year. Um, you know, they, they got Shy Tuttle, who they mm-hmm. – have indicated is going to be their starting nose tackle. Uh, in the 3-4, you've got Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is this the other starter? I think so. I mean, yeah. I think the way that he are, uh, Israel already knows him, I think you would go ahead and pencil him in as a starter, which in my question goes... Where does Etor Grosmontos is? On the bench where he belongs. <laughs> I mean, no, well, yes, you're right on that to a certain <laughs> extent. I was saying, at this point, is he expendable? Do you want to see if maybe you could get a fourth-round pick for him or something like that? Oh, I think if they could get a fourth-round pick for him, that would be amazing. I mean, he was a second-round pick that was projected as a first-round pick who just fell to in the second round. Yeah. He had some ability. Do you ability. think they could get a fourth-round pick for him? I don't know. Based on what, what the league has seen? You'd have to you'd have to find a coaching staff that was excited about him, number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that that exists, but, yeah, I mean, I think you've got, uh, you know, Williams, Tuttle, and Brown as your three. Then you've got Burns, Brown, or I'm sorry, Burns, Luvu, Chin, Thompson, I guess. That's your other, yeah. I mean, and then you can fit Brandon Smith in there as a 
spell guy. You got um, is Marquise Haynes back? I believe he has another year, right? I think so. You've got Amari Barno. You've got, you got Etor. So I mean, there's so you, some decent depth there. Yeah, you might need another middle linebacker, but you should have a decent amount. I, I'm shaking my hand. Mm-hmm. Decent amount of edge rushers for our that team. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, and, I, I think they still need to address edge for sure. Um, whether it's just depth or if they're not comfortable with what Luvu or you know, I don't know. But and, and Luvu it's, was great at pa- rushing the passer. That that's a he big was, he had thing. Seven sacks last year. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe this three four could make him burst out onto the scene. That's that's my hope. Because I yeah. don't think you're going to get a premier pass <clears throat> rusher at 39. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where we sit at. And I think Jeremy Chin will also play a lot better down in the box after the sighting yeah. of Von Bell. 100%. All right, Jerry, bring us home. Who we got here? And the big name being signed, running back. Miles Sanders, four years deal, no money has been announced. That was shocking to me, but I like the signing. I think Miles Sanders is a great running back. I think he's a guy that you can pass to, you can run to. He's a good running back. Familiar with Frank Reich from his days in Philly. Just, I think this is a great signing. I really do. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's... uh... He had his breakout season last year with Philadelphia, 1,269 rushing yards, 11 touchdowns, uh, only 20 receptions last year for 78 yards. So, But that's kind of an anomaly because his first season he had 50 receptions for 509 yards, then 28 receptions for 197, 26 for 158. So, you know, that's a couple of receptions a game basically, um, which, you know, just keeps the defense honest. But mm-hmm. his yards per reception prior to last year was 10.2 in his rookie year, 7 and then 6. So, you know, last year was 3.9. I, I think that's just an outlier. Um, this is a good signing. Uh, and they, like you, I was very surprised yeah. to see Miles Sanders get signed by the Panthers. He was a guy that I had thought about, uh, but just didn't really have any expectations that we would get him. Yeah, me too. I, I, I'm trying to verify. Was he with Frank Reich that first season? It's 2019, so I think Frank Reich had left. Yeah, I'm not Frank Reich sure about the Frank Reich. Uh, I am sure that I had some technical difficulties there. <laughs> if you're watching the video, <laughs> no but. worries, no worries. Yeah. Um. Either way, you know, it, it's a good signing. I saw Joe Person tweeted out that this means Deontay Foreman probably not coming back. Um, I think that's probable, but I don't think it's guaranteed. I could see them if Deontay Foreman doesn't get the kind of money it seems like he wants and nobody's giving him right now. I could see them bringing him back on a couple million dollars a, a year or something deal. like that. Yeah, I'm. <clears throat> supposedly they offered him a deal right away and he didn't take it. So yeah. I'm wondering what that type of money was where he was just... We'll never know. Yeah. I mean, Bradley Bozeman 
they offered him money, but the first day, day of tampering, he was just like, okay, I'm not getting the offers I want. I'll accept it. Yeah. Uh, and there could have been some nego- <coughs> some other negotiation there as well that we're not privy to. But uh, obviously, Deontay Foreman not getting any bites yet. And honestly, I'm surprised because of how good he looked the last half of the he season. He looked really good. You know, he would have been one of the top backs in the league if you, you know, get that all all across the whole season. Yeah, like 1,500 rushing yards. I mean, it had been great. So, um, yeah, not over free Deontay here yet. So we'll see what happens there. But uh, Miles Sanders probably definitely going to be your starting running back. Oh, yeah. Come week one. There's not a question. Yeah. I would love to have Deontay Foreman come back, and it's a one-two with him, with Chuba being like the third, but mm-hmm. I, like I don't it. know if that's in the tea leaves. Yeah. Tea leaves. I mean, Miles Sanders, I think, is better than Chuba, so that's what we're going with. Oh, Miles I mean, Sanders way better than Chuba. I don't think Chuba's good at all. I think Chuba, <laughs> you know, like I said, and I've seen some other people talking about this, like Chuba uh, can just – probably be maybe practice squad guy you have sanders uh if they do end up re-signing deontay foreman somehow and then blackshear i'd prefer over chuba as our third and blackshear offers a nice little bonus in the um, special special teams teams, i mean exactly uh so yeah um that's up to date so far obviously the glaring omission here would be uh oh man i called it i called that Miles Sanders contract perfectly. It's four years, twenty-five million. That is exactly what I guessed. Unfortunately, I didn't guess it on air, but I did guess it right here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, so yeah, wide receiver. That's what I think we everyone's looking for uh, as the next move. So hopefully, by our next update, we'll have some wide receivers to talk about. Yeah, I think we will. I I think tomorrow, which will be. Thursday, you'll be hearing some wide receiver news. I think we're recording this on Wednesday night. It's sitting there. It's a glaring hole. You need at least one veteran in that room with Terrace Marshall Jr., LaVisca Chanel, and Shai Smith. And then if you need to go draft-wise, and that's what will happen, but you need to get one veteran guy in there. For sure. For sure. And I don't want it to be Paris Campbell. As the only guy that they sign. I want more than that. Paris Campbell's fine in like the way that I thought Rashad Higgins was going to be used last year. Rashad Higgins uh, wasn't used at all last year. Again, I blame Matt Rule for that. I think Rashad Higgins is better than that. But um, hey, maybe we sign Rashad Higgins. Bring him I don't back. think so. No, okay. No. Nope. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it, Jerry. Yep, we want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at, at MeowMixPodcast. Oh, that's the wrong one. No. If you have any questions <laughs> or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the show. Uh, we'll be back very, very soon with our CJ Stroud player profile. Uh Maybe it's out right now when you're listening to this. Maybe it's out tomorrow. I don't know when you're listening to this, so I can't tell you yeah. when it's out. But it will be out very shortly after this po- this podcast is out. So until then, everybody stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>